0: I'm telling you, this stuff gets better and better each and every day. Amen. So last month we was talking about having the love for God's word. And the importance of loving God's word, Amen. When we fall in love with God's word, we're falling in love with Jesus, Amen. And the more we love Him, the more we come to know Him, Amen. The Word of God becomes and take part of us. We are the temple of God, Paul says in First Corinthians. He says, "Know ye not that you are the temple of God?" Amen. And the Spirit of God dwell in you. Amen. We don't want to defile the temple of God. We want the Word of God to be so richly and pure in us. Amen. We want it to... Uh, accomplish what God desires it to accomplish in every life, praise God, so that you can become what God wants us to do. James tells us, don't be just a hearer of God's Word. We've got to be a doer of God's Word. Amen. And so that this month, we're going to be talking about a radiant life. A radiant life, amen, is what we're going to be focusing on this month. In Matthew chapter 5, we know Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 is really the whole thing, covers the the Beatitudes and Jesus' teachings there on, on uh, the Mount, amen, in Capernaum, amen. I, when I visited Israel, it was neat to go to that place, and really all it was was just a little knoll uh, that the people would have been able to sit down on, amen, and to just stand there and sit on the side where they sat uh, and be able to listen to him. Teach from that standpoint, uh, Amen, to talk about uh the what people call the beatitudes. Uh, and when Jesus says here in Matthew five, sixteen, he says, Let your light so shine that before men that they shall see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. But notice if you notice verse fourteen and fifteen, he says, You are the light of the world. Amen. What is in us is to produce something that will give light, to bring understanding, to open their hearts so they can see the truth. People are struggling. People are going through so many things in their lives because they can't see where they're going Because of so much darkness. Amen. The world is at a dark stage right now like never before. And people are trying to navigate through this darkness. It's almost like driving a car at night without headlights. Uh, You're taking a chance. You don't know where you're going to go. You don't know where you're going to turn. Amen. And that's one of the reasons if you ever had a, a headlight or a taillight that's burnt out, the police will pull you over. And stop you for that, because you're setting people up for uh, danger, and you can have an accident. Uh, Amen. But we need to make sure that we are shining bright. Amen. And the way that we shine bright, we've got to get this Word into our hearts and get it into our lives. Amen. Amen as david uh the psalms says in psalms 119 verse 105 tell us that the word is a lamp unto our feet and it is a light uh, unto our pathway when i was a little boy amen and and living in the country and we would go up in the woods and visit my cousins sometimes we would have a flashlight if we had enough money to to buy you know, uh, the, the, uh, the flashlight batteries to put in the flashlight. But then there was those times we had to carry a lantern. Amen. And we'd put all in that lantern, uh, to have to hold so we could see going down the paths. A lot of times we prayed that the moon would be full. That way you could see where you were going as well. But these were just methods to help us to navigate to be able to get where we needed to go, but aren't you glad that Jesus has put the Holy Ghost in you now and you have the light of the world inside of you that you can navigate, you can see, you can direct where you are going. Amen. So that you can lead others to the light as well. And Matthew here, Jesus says, Amen. Seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain and when he was set, His disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, said, You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on the candlestick that is given light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works And glorify your Father which is in heaven, Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, verse 14 and 16. One of the disciplines of being a servant of Christ is to obey his word. The Lord told Moses, Thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure oil, olive beaten for the light, to cause the lamp to burn always, Exodus 27, 20. So to have a radiant life, we must not allow the world, its surroundings, or anything else to prevent it. We must obey God's Word so that we will have a bright, joyful, and happy life. That way others will be able to see Christ in us and glorify Him as well. Amen. And so to have this radiant life, amen, inside of us, we have to ask ourselves some questions. Amen. How do we keep living an upbeat and optimistic and joyful life in this dark world? How do we keep from falling into depression and despondency that keeps coming and we read so much about it? We hear that people are committing suicide on the uprise. How do we get people to be able to prevent these things from happening in their lives. And this is what Jesus is trying to tell us. You are the light. You are the one that I am sending into the world to bring them out of that darkness unto his marvelous light. Amen. If you think nothing in the whole world can change a person's life like the gospel, Amen. The gospel will change any circumstance, any situation, any condition in life because it is Jesus Christ. Amen. And Peter writes in 1 Peter 2.9, but you are chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him which has called you out of darkness unto uh, into his marvelous light. So we are to show forth. Amen. What God has done in our lives. People should be able to see the difference in us because of the radiant, the shine, the brightness that is now shining through you because of the gospel, because of the Holy Ghost, because of Jesus being in your life. Should others should be able to see that because they should realize who you were before, amen, and if they've never met you before, there should be something inside of you that is revealing and permeating or pushing out of you so others can see who you really are and who Christ is through your life, through your character, through your actions, through your conduct. Amen. Through what you do, what you say and how you do it and how you live should be a reflection now of Jesus Christ. We should be taking on the attributes of Christ in this life. Amen. What it was in Christ. Amen. If the Holy Ghost brought love, if the Holy Ghost brought joy, if the Holy Ghost brought peace, If the Holy Ghost brought patience or long-suffering, if it brought gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance, then these things should be radiating out of our lives. Amen. So that others can see who Christ Really is. Amen. Our faith should be strong. We talked about this uh, uh, throughout this year. The importance of our faith being recognized and our faith being revealed. Amen. Everything about Jesus Christ should be being seen through us in our lives where no matter where we go. Amen. It should be a revelation to the lost and dying world and those that are in darkness to be able to get a glimpse and say, hey, there is some hope. There is some direction right there. I need to find, I need to talk to that person, amen, to help me, to be able to get me to where I'm trying to get, where I'm trying to navigate. What I have come to realize this year and 2020 since this pandemic hit is that people in the world Amen. They have a lot of questions. They want to know what they need to do. Amen. They are struggling big time. A lot of them, uh, when their loved ones are dying, they don't know what in the world to do. They've never faced anything like this uh, before. They've never had to come to a crossroad and a junction like this in their lives, amen, to where they can't bear their loved ones, where they can't, you know, go visit their loved ones. They're they're at that stage in point. They're looking for hope, Uh, amen, but we are now the radiant light, Uh, amen, with the Holy Ghost in Christ in us to bring them the joy, the peace, the stability, amen, that they need to know, to hear, to see, he... <laughs> And to realize, amen. And even in the church, there are those in the church uh, that had just started coming to the church that has not been able to get rooted and grounded uh, yet in the truth of God's word and in the directions and things of God. And, and this is why we go back when when Paul was writing to Titus and Timothy, his protégés, and, and the instructions he gave them, uh, the things they should teach and to show and to do. He was said, "Look, you've got to shine bright, so that others will be able to see how to come out of darkness into this marvelous light." Amen. We don't get old. Aren't you glad? <laughs> you know, we just keep shining. My sister-in-law them have this old apple tree. Man, that thing must be over a hundred years old. And every time I would go there and look at it, they have one limb coming out of this dead tree. But every year, it produced apples. Amen. Because Scripture says you shall bring forth fruit in old age. Amen. You're supposed to still be shining bright. Amen. When Moses came down off the mountain, being with the Lord, amen, he was so bright that the Bible says he had to put a veil over his face. Amen. Because the people could not stand the look of it upon him because he was so bright. He was shining. He was glowing. Anytime we have been in God's presence, anytime we have been and spent time with him, Amen, there should be people seeing a difference. This is why in Acts 4, when they ask Peter, by what power and what name have you done that which you have done to the impotent man? And Peter says, if we be examined this day by what good deed is did to the impotent man, be it known unto you that at the name of Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, does this man stand be hopeful you hold? This is the stone which the builders rejected, neither is there salvation in any other. But there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. And when they took notice of them that they were ignorant and unlearned, they took notice what? That they had been with Jesus. Amen. Anytime you have been with Jesus, you're supposed to walk out of there a little bit brighter. You're supposed to walk out with a smile on your face. Your joy is supposed to be renewed and restored and rekindled. Amen. You're supposed to have happiness. There's supposed to be a bounce in your step. Amen. There's supposed to be some changes taking place anytime you've been in the presence of the Lord. Even if you're in your own house and you're doing your own devotion, when you walk out your door, there's supposed to be a step. There's supposed to be some excitement uh, that God has spoken to you through His Word. He has encouraged you. He enlightened you. Amen. And you have promises from God. You understand that, hey, I am new. I am changed. Uh, amen. I've been in the presence uh, of the Lord. Praise God. You need to realize you're not old. You're still young in heart and mind and soul and spirit. You remember what John says, amen, as we studied John. Beloved, I wished above all things. That your soul prospered and you be in good health. Uh, I mean prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospereth. Amen. You want to feel feed that inward man. You want to take the word of God and Digest it and meditate on it to to strengthen that inner man. If you got devotion books that you read, whatever, whatever you read, and it should encourage you and strengthen you and build you so that your light is shining. It's just like getting fresh olive oil. That's why the Lord told Moses, command them to bring fresh oil. Because if you use oil oil, it starts to smoke. it smoke up the lamp. it smoke up the house. If you're burning candles in your house, if you ever notice, if you don't cut off the wick and start it over fresh and anew, what's going to happen? You start having smoke going all in your house. And the next thing you know, you're coughing and everything else. And the inside of the container is all black and everything else. But if you clip the wick and you use fresh oil, amen, it'll send out a a nice light, Amen, and it will give room, a light, and to everyone in the house. If you stop and think about the old days, you know, they turn the light lamp up and make sure the wick was trim and the oil, Amen. They make sure the lamp was clean. Amen. It is it's the same concepts. So the Lord said, Moses, you command them that they bring fresh olive oil every day. Day, morning, and evening. You should be with God in the morning and in the evening. The psalmist has said, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name should be praised or shall be praised. Amen. you got to get in a habit of loving this. Amen. The word of God, you've got to get in a habit of putting it in you so that your light will continue to shine bright and bright. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So what are we talking about now? Amen. So to have this radiant light, we've got to understand the message. We've got to have the message. And first John chapter one, verse five through verse seven, John says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all our sins. Amen. Now notice John said, here's the message. Amen. Which we have heard and of him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So we say that we're in fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we're lying. See, we've been called out to bear witness to the light. The same way as John says there in the gospel in John chapter 1, amen, verse 5, the gospel of John. Verse 6, excuse me. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for what? A witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Amen. He was not the light, but was sent to bear Witness of the light, verse 9. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh and to the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came to his own, and his own received them not. Notice, John came to be a witness to what? The light. Amen. Now, God is light. Go to Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen. That you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God for me, neither shall there be after me. I even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared, I have saved, I have showed. When there was no strange God among you, therefore you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let me? Amen. So notice, we are to bear witness of this light. Amen. God is light, and so we are to bear witness of the light, and this is the message. Amen. The message is God is light, and is the light that will get you out of darkness every time. Paul says to the church at Thessalonica 5:5, you're the children of the day. You're not the children of the night. We used to belong to the night. We used to belong to Satan, but now we belong to Jesus Christ. We are are to shine forth. We are to shine bright. So the message, the gospel, is what's going to bring them out of darkness uh, unto the marvelous light. Uh, First John, I mean John one four. In Him was life, uh, and the life was the light of men, and the light shone in the darkness, uh, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. Amen. They're not going to comprehend. People in the world is not going to comprehend it from the start. But you still got to shine. You still got to live the way you're supposed to live. Amen. You still got to act the way you're supposed to act. Amen. You have got to let your light shine because when they need to know they're going to catch you by yourself and they're going to start asking questions. I've seen them sometimes, what they do is they even start talking about God just to hopefully pull you into the conversation because they don't just want to write out ask you about the the issue of of what they want an answer to they will start talking and saying things about God or or using scripture even though they may stumble over it and they're hoping within themselves, that you will come into the conversation and bring the enlightenment. Amen. And this is what you have to do. This is why it's important that you have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Amen. Because sometimes they might be just trying to set you up. They try to make you think, you know, Satan likes to set you up sometimes. So you have to be careful as well. This is why you have to have wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Amen. So in him was life. Amen. And the life was the light. Praise God. Jesus Christ is the light. In him is life. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 10, 10 Jesus said, the thief come not but for the steel to kill and to destroy. But I am come that they may have life and that more abundantly. Praise God. Now notice here in John chapter 3 after Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. And we know the story he tells Nicodemus about he must be born again of the water and the spirit. In John chapter 3, verse 19 through 21, Jesus tells Nicodemus, he says, And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds are evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they are wrought the works in God. Amen. So here's condemnation, Jesus told Nicodemus, that light is come into the world. But men love darkness rather than the light. See, in him was life. See, you're condemning yourself when you don't come to the light. This is what Paul would write to the church in Romans and chapter 8. He says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death, but what the law could not do, and it was weak through the flesh, God sent in His own Son, in the likeness of sinful flesh, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be manifested in us, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. This is why He would tell the Church of Galatians in 5:16, "This I say then, walk in the Spirit." And you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Praise God. We have got to understand that light is here. Jesus came. He came to bring us out of darkness. Unto his marvelous light, praise God. And so we've got to follow him to stay in the light. This is why Jesus says in John eight twelve, I, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have what? The light of life. You're going to have the light that leads you to life. Eternal life is going to lead you right to Jesus Christ. The light, thy word, is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my pathway. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Amen. The light is the word. Praise God. And the more of God's Word that we put in us, we're putting God in us. And as a result of that being in us, we have the answer of salvation to life. We have the truth. We have the message. We've got the message, amen, that God is, is salvation. Praise God. The gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is the message. This is the hope. This is the only way out. Praise God. And so when this light is being radiated in you, then your life is filled with love. Your life is filled with integrity. Your life is filled with goodness. Your life is filled with humility. And you have trustworthiness in you. Praise God. God can trust you. You can live. Amen. This gospel brings changes. This gospel opens the dark, brings you out of darkness to the light. Amen. So you can see. This is why when you get saved, you, you look back and you go, oh, my goodness, if I had known. You know, I know I said to myself a lot of times, boy, I sure wished I had known the truth. No, people. Was, I think the teachers I had was trying, but I don't think they had the fullness of the knowledge to bring me to the clear understanding. See, that's the problem sometimes, is people are trying to teach based on their understanding without the knowledge of God. That's why some of these man churches and denominations, people just can't get out of it. The darkness is because they're not walking in the truth. See, if you don't know Jesus Christ and his deity and his fullness, people are going to stay in darkness. You know, I used to go to Sunday school. But as soon as I got out, I went right back doing the same old foolish things. Because there was nothing there that teach me and taught me how? Why I needed the Holy Ghost. Why I needed to be baptized in Jesus' name. You know, why I needed to live a separate life as a young boy. There was none of that taught. So what was I expected to do? To see my those in front of me and think what they were doing was the right way. As long as I went to church, I was okay. You know, but I've come to find out later when I heard, Paul says, the gospel of my salvation. You know, my eyes were open and the understanding was enlightened to the truth of what was in the book. I had the book, but I had no understanding of the book. And so as a result, now that I have understanding of the book, I can look back and say, I wish I had known. See, I wish somebody as the apostle Paul standing in Mars heel and says, Him, I'm going to declare Him to you. The one you want to know about in this church on Sunday morning, I'm going to declare Him to you. I'm going to, I'm going to bring an understanding to your young tender minds so that you have a knowledge of what Jesus Christ is. That's the purpose of ministry, is to bring to knowledge who Jesus is so people can come out of darkness to the marvelous light. This is why we are called. This is why we must radiate. Amen. And, and show forth. And illuminate. And enlighten people. To the truth of God's word. Amen. So that they can come out of darkness. Unto the marvelous light. So they too can look back and say. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the living me. Thank God for, set, for setting me free. So that I can see who I really am and what I could be. Amen. You want to stop suicide? You get people rooted and grounded in the doctrine and the truth of God's Word. You want to stop alcoholism? You get people rooted and grounded and let them see the truth of God's Word and they live according to God's Word. It'll deliver you. Amen. I'm a prime example Amen. I know this thing worked. Amen. You, If you try to tell me it don't work, I, I'll say your bridge that I prove it will work. Amen. Praise God. This thing brings a change. Amen. In our lives, you are the light of the world. You are now the city. Think about it. A whole city. When you fly into a place at night. Amen. You should just watch the lights. I don't know if you've ever flown at night coming into Chicago or New York or London or, or, you know, Japan, Tokyo or some of those places. Man, you know, I used to, when I travel, I used to love to fly at night. You know, I would rather fly at night than the day. because I'm coming in, man, you see all those beautiful lights over that city. And, I mean, you can just see how massive and big it is. Amen. This is what Jesus is saying. Let your light shine, that men will see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Amen. Through your light, people will come to thank God for you, for bringing you, bringing them the truth of the message of God's word. Paul writing to the church at Corinth in the fourth chapter, second Corinthians chapter four, verse three through verse six, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse three through verse six. Paul says, But if this gospel be hid, is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine. Unto them. Praise God. That's the light. See, Satan, that's his goal. He's trying to blind people. Amen. He does not want them to see. That's why he keeps creating all this stuff. That's why he keeps doing all this stuff. He's trying to keep people blinded to the truth. Because he knows if people get an understanding and able to see, they're going to come out of darkness. "...unto the marvelous light." Amen. And this is why we are the witness. This is why we are the light uh, of Christ. Amen. Paul goes on, he says, "...for we preach not ourselves, uh, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake." For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. And without controversy, Paul would say, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. Amen. Go to Matthew chapter 4 real quick here. Amen. Matthew chapter 4, starting with verse 12 through verse 17. Excuse me. Matthew chapter 5, 4, excuse me. Chapter Verse 12 through 17. Matthew writes here, he says, Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast in prison, he departed into Galilee and leaving Nazareth. He came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast, and the borders of Zebulun and Nephitelum, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, the prophet saying, the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephthalim by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadows of death, light is sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Amen. And that's what we need to be. Amen. is witness to this light. So then we step on the, on the board uh, when they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter says, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. For the promises to you, to your children, to all that are for all. In other words, when you start preaching repentance and water baptism and infilling of the Holy Ghost, you are preaching Jesus, which is the light, which is God, which is bringing people out of darkness to the light. Amen. They set in the light, darkness. People are setting in darkness out there. They don't know what to do. It's almost like the power has gone off. Amen. And they don't know what to do. They're setting around. They forgot to buy candles. They forgot to buy light. But you have the light. So shine, praise God. Satan is trying to blind people. In Acts chapter 13, verse 46 to 47, Acts chapter 13, verse 46 to 47, the apostle Luke, uh, writing, not Luke, the doctor, not the apostle Luke. Luke was not an apostle, he was a doctor, physician. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, and I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation to the end of the earth. Amen. Notice. Notice. The Jews missed it. It was for them first. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. But because they did not see themselves worthy. Paul, Luke said, we turned to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles received it. Amen. Aren't you glad? <laughs> I am glad. Praise God. Amen. It brought us out of darkness. Having a radiant life, you must know the light and talk about the light in order to bring people to the light. Amen. Nothing will change a person's life, as I said earlier, like the gospel. People are sitting in darkness. Amen. And if you say that you're in the light, you have the message of salvation Forever. Forever. It doesn't change. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. You've got the message that people need to hear. Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter two. Paul writing to the church here at Philippi. Starting with verse 10. He says, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, and the mix of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in this world. Amen. No murmuring. No complaining. Amen. You don't want to get caught up. You want your words to be pure words. Amen. You want to elevate Christ in your life. Amen. Because you have the salvation forever. You've got the light forever. God has put it in you. You've got it forever. You don't want to do anything in your life that would cause it to be snuffed out. Praise God. This is why you don't murmur. This is why you don't complain. Amen. You have to learn to walk humbly. Remember my favorite scripture, Micah 6.8, what does the Lord require? Amen. To do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. Amen. Don't elevate yourself but stay humble before our God. Excuse me. And we keep walking according to this precious truth because we got salvation forever. We've got the answer forever. This is why you are a city set on a hill. This is why you are light And darkness. Amen. They looked upon him, the psalmist says in Psalms 34, and their faces, verse 5, were not ashamed. Praise God. They was enlightened by the truth, enlightened by the word of God. So when you have the word of God in you, amen, it's going to radiate out of you. You're going to shine bright as the day, as the sun. Praise God. So that people can see. Solomon writing in Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 1. He says, Who is as the wise man? Excuse me. And who know the interpretation of the thing? A man's wisdom makes his face shine and the boldness of his face shall be changed. Amen. Notice, Who is the wise man among you? And who know the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom. Make his face to shine. Remember, we talked about the importance of wisdom. It's the principal thing. Get wisdom. Know how it applies to your life. Amen. That's all wisdom is, is having knowledge and understanding and know the application with it. Amen. So when you've got wisdom, knowledge, and understanding operating inside of your life, you're going to shine. When you know how things work, when you understand this truth of of God's Word, you're going to shine. Amen. You're going to be bright. You're going to be able to show forth truth because the wisdom of God is going to be through you. Jesus Christ, Paul says, is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And if that wisdom is in you, how great is that wisdom? If the darkness of the world is in you, how great is the darkness of the world? But if the light of Christ is in you, then how great is the light? It should be bright. Shining, if I say I know him, then I'm supposed to shine my continence. Amen. I'm not supposed to be depressed. I'm not supposed to be despondent. I'm not supposed to have low self-esteem. Because greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Who shall separate me, Paul says, from the love of Christ? So tribulations? Stress, persecution, nakedness, perilous sword, as it is written for thy sake. And we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, and all these things. We are more than conquerors through him that love us. Praise God. Let the light shine. Isaiah says in Isaiah 62, verse 1, For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a light that burneth, or a lamp that burneth. Amen. Isaiah 62.1 For Zion's sake is Mount Zion on the side of the north, the city of the great king. Amen. Will I not hold my peace? And for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until the righteousness thereof goeth forth, as brightness uh, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Amen. And he came and he was a burning light. Praise God. He was a flame in darkness. uh, Praise God. Jesus talked about John the Baptist. He says he was a fire and burning light and you was willing to rejoice in that light. But a greater than John is here. Amen. You need to understand when you've got Jesus Jesus, you've got greatness in every area of your life. Praise God. He's the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. Amen. Daniel twelve three, And they that be wise shall shine as brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Ever. Praise God. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. In other words, the sun, the moon, the stars, the day. Amen. You're supposed to be shining. Amen. You're supposed to be bright. When you look up in the sky at night and you see the north star, how bright it shines, that's how you're supposed to be shining. When you get up in the morning, you see that great old big sun shining bright. That's how you're supposed to be shining. When there's a full moon out at night and it lights up everything, that's how you're supposed to be shining, as the firmament. Amen. The brightness, the beauty. You see God's beautiful trees. You're the green, evergreen trees. You're supposed to be shining as an evergreen tree. Amen. Everything about the firmament, amen, It's beauty, is splendor. All of it is supposed to be shining through you the same way because you're on the hill. You're the city. You're the light that gets people out of darkness and bring them unto the marvelous light. Amen. So the message tonight is this, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. And we don't want to walk in darkness. We want to stay in the light. Amen. That gets us out of darkness. Amen. There's a call